0: Good afternoon and thank you for listening to Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. This is a 30-minute show dedicated to sharing an inside perspective of the Epicurean world here on Nantucket Island. You will hear from those voices who've helped create and represent this fascinating place. And lastly, we hope to educate on wine, healthy cooking, and the agricultural and sustainable community here on island. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening. This is Camille Broderick with Camille's Demi Hour, and today we are speaking with our first beekeeper that we have had in the studio. His name is Antoine Raguzin, and he is a Russian carpenter on island. And he is the first Russian beekeeper I have ever, I have ever met. And he has a fascinating story. And honestly, there's a lot of different honeys on island, but personally, I feel that his is extremely special I tried it for the first time and I was really blown away by the intensity and the lush sweetness that i I don't think I've ever tried in honey before so I had to call him had to get him on the show and he has a lot more than just knowledge on on honey and beekeeping but of the health of honey so it's very fascinating so welcome anton it's a pleasure to have you today
1: uh, thank you very much for having me
0: so everyone likes to know everyone's story and how they get to the rock here so why don't you talk about your journeys here and what made you stay
1: my 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 friends moved here and then they called me and they said, this is such a great place and we think you will enjoy it a lot. So why won't you come over and uh, check it out? So I came here for Christmas. It was quite chilly, (laughs) but but I still liked it. I still liked it. And uh, a few months later, I moved here.
0: Wow. It wasn't the summer sun or the, the gorgeous beach that, that pulled you. It was the winter. Yeah, but yeah. maybe the winter here is better than Russia. Or I don't uh, know.
1: Oh, we, yeah. Win- winters here are much better than, <laughs> than Russia, so I can take the winter.
0: And so that was about 10 years ago?
1: That was about 10 years ago. That's correct. And my wife actually enjoys it a lot. We have a child here. And, and you guys
0: so. met here? Or did you come together?
1: We met here. Yes, yeah. we met here. And so, so your trade
0: lucky. was in, in carpentry?
1: I, I actually had to learn carpentry here. Mm-hmm. Before that, I worked for the printing company, and I was a stitcher and inkjet operator. So um, I had to change my profession, and uh, I, I like it. it. It helped me out a lot. A little more hands-on. And, and I built my, uh, my first hive, and now I'm designing hives, and I've got different insulated hives, the winter hives, the summer hives. It's actually really exciting to do. This is in such an exciting hobby.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it'll turn into a profession very soon. So how did this hobby originate?
1: Well, when my wife uh, was pregnant, we decided to watch a little bit better what we eat. We introduced honey to our diet. And we learned that the best honey is a local honey. So we, we started buying honey and it's quite pricey. So we looked into this as if... Um, is there any fundamental reason why we couldn't make honey ourselves? Mm-hmm. And it turned out that that no, it's actually pretty easy. If and you like it's bees, fun <laughs> to do. Yes, <laughs> if you don't mind getting stunned occasionally. So I became a part of beekeepers association here on Nantucket, and I started to attend in uh, them meetings six months before I even got a hive. So I got uh, got comfortable and got some guidelines and it really helped me out is um, this is a great group of people very supportive very helpful Mm -hmm. Um, and of course um jim Gross helped me out he invited me to his um, uh to his apiary and showed me how to feed bees and to get comfortable with them so there's a big thank you to that person he is a great guy he is quite legendary person he's been doing it for 25 years Um, He's a fan of the old beekeeping techniques, you know, and I'm more a modern beekeeper.
0: Great. Well, you did say that you really wanted to investigate the health and try to have local honey. How local does it need to be? And what are the health benefits from non-local versus local? I know I've heard allergies. If you have allergies to certain areas, you should be having the local honey. I know there's a lot of great vitamins and nutrients.
1: So the best honey that you can get is the local honey and raw, raw local honey. And the closer to the place where you live, the better. If you are allergic to uh, to the pollen and the pollen gets into the honey and it kind of vaccinate you, you, you're getting vaccinated, so you you don't have the symptoms of, um, uh, of allergies, or they become much lighter. If you go to the store and buy honey at the store, it, it may not be even honey at all. FDA uh, allows you to put honey on the label if there is only 30% of the honey in the jar. And, uh, and you, you are lucky if it's sugar instead of honey. Because they may put a uh, high fructose corn syrup and right. some additives. And people become allergic to honey. And they think that they're allergic to honey, but they're actually allergic to the chemicals that they put in that jar and sell it as honey. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, American consumer prefers the honey in the liquid form. Mm-hmm. In order to keep it liquid, all honey will crystallize eventually. But in order to keep it liquid, large manufacturers and producers, they will... Heat it up, and once you heat it up, it breaks down all the ferments, all mm-hmm. the vitamins. Mm-hmm. So, so in the end, in the end, you're just getting a sugar water which looks like honey, tastes like honey, smells like honey, but it doesn't have all those medicinal benefits.
0: And so, what are those? Because you mentioned your, your when your wife was pregnant, what were you researching or feeling like you, she needed in her diet that honey provided?
1: It's not just her. It's uh, all of us. So what honey does? It's got so many medicinal things that we should we should think about. It supports your immune system. You you can use honey for burns and cuts. It will make your life like longer. aloe. You
0: just kind of apply it directly on. Yes,
1: you apply it directly. This is what they were doing during the Second World War. They were treating the wounds with honey. Wow. it's it's a great preservative too. So you can keep the berries. You can put the berries in the honey. And they will stay fresh for for, for whatever. Wow. You know, forever. Yeah. Back in the day, they, they used honey to preserve meat as well. So if you put a piece of meat in a jar of honey, it will stay fresh. Yeah. I'm surprised Before more people don't with, do it more often.
0: Maybe it's because it's expensive yeah. Yeah, <laughs> versus it's, it's expensive salt or something.
1: <laughs> honey will, will make you live longer and a healthier life. So Mm -hmm. this is very important. By the way, it will suppress, if used in moderation, like everything you can, you got to use in moderation. Mm -hmm. And the honey will suppress the appetite as well. So you don't eat as much. Honey's got sugars, which are really easy to digest. Mm -hmm. Your body doesn't have to produce a very dangerous uh, acid to to break it down, down. to mourn a sugar. So
0: how do you eat your honey or how often do you have it? So like a teaspoon in the morning, maybe as like a vitamin almost or like a
1: syrup or... For the health purposes, I would take a teaspoon of honey every morning on the empty stomach. Mm -hmm. Some people drink it with water, with warm water. Some Cider vinegar, lemon juice. Yes, yes. There are very many ways to do that. But just to enjoy honey... I would like to put it on the toast. And I put it everywhere. I yeah. put it in my tea, in my coffee. Yeah. We make um, marshmallows out of the honey. Yeah. Oh,
0: wow. <laughs> well, it's a good alternative for baking because white sugar is something I try to stay away from, which I think a lot of people should. And it's just healthier. It's a healthier, sweet alternative.
1: And uh, replacing uh, um, sugar with honey is a good way to lose weight mm-hmm. as well. And I've, I've heard my, my friends told me, they they lost uh, one of them lost 17 pounds in two months just just by replacing and he of course he was watching what he was right eating as well but this is uh, this is really a big deal if you if you want to lose weight
0: that's a good tip if you're just listening you are hearing Anton Raguzin he is a beekeeper here on island and we are just talking about the health benefits of of honey and how he started making honey because of those reasons. You have some fascinating facts about bees. Bees are an incredible insect. Um, The more you learn about them, the more you have respect and awe. They're really an incredible species. Do you want to share some of your fun facts about bees?
1: Oh, absolutely. So there are uh, three types of bees live in the hive. Of course, everybody knows the queen. The queen. The queen. So even though they call her queen, She is not in charge of anything. Her only job is to lay eggs day and night. And she is really good at it. (laughs) She can lay up to three and a half thousand eggs a day. This is huge. That's double her weight. And she would walk about a hundred feet every day inside of the hive. She is really busy. And another important job what she does, she shares her own pheromone with the rest of the bees. And that unites the family. Now, the, the drones. Drones are the male bees. Mm-hmm. They're, they're quite larger. They're kind of round. And uh, if they were humans, they would be beautiful. They would be nine feet tall, muscular <laughs> Greek athletes. Greek gods. They would be, they're
0: the Greek gods of the bee Exactly. <laughs> the they bee would eyes. be
1: celebrities. <laughs> and the, they would be really muscular and handsome. But they are completely defenseless. Yeah. They don't have a steener. They can't protect themselves. They can't even eat on their own. So the other bees will feed them. And they would keep uh, keep them just in case. They lose the queen. And their their goal in their life is to um, mate with this, such a beauty. And they have to exercise. They kind of go to the gym once an hour. <laughs> they fly to make sure they're they're strong enough, they're fast enough uh-huh. to catch up with the queen when she's on her mating flight.
0: Yeah, their main their main role is to mate, right? Yes. They're, they're not yes. collecting the honeys.
1: Yes. They also do other very important jobs as, um, as to uh, keep the brood warm. It takes four times as much energy to raise a drone and they eat as three worker bees. They they take a lot of resources and they also share their their own uh, pheromones mm-hmm. and chemicals with another bees, uh, and that makes them live longer. Mm-hmm. And the, and now the worker bees, worker bees, they're just like middle class, and uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're nine to five and overtime. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, they work all the time. They barely sleep. They do all the work, and they are actually in charge of what's going on in the hive. Their duties changes with the age. So when when the bee is born, it's so it's so weak it can't even fly. It's just kind of staying out of the way inside the cell. That young bee will clean the inside the cells to prepare for the queen to lay eggs. Then after three days, the inner organs mature even more and they start, start producing the royal jelly, which we are gonna talk about later. Royal jelly is very important. it''s is the source of life longevity. Then after that they will start producing wax and between the age of 10 and the 20 days, they will be building they kind of go to the college, they finish the college of um, building and they will start building the um, the nest. it's all the comb and the one bee cannot do anything. only 10 bees, uh, 10,000 bees, Together, this is the minimum, minimum amount of bees for a colony, and all together they can start building the comb. Like every colony has their own cell size. It's really amazing. Bees, their sense of smell is really amazing. They smell 500 times better than humans. It's better than a dog. And the drones, their sense of smell is four times better than the regular bees, so 2000 times better than uh, than humans.
0: They work within a mile radius. So they're smelling things miles two away. Mi- 2 miles.
1: 2 yes. miles away. They will they will um the scouts first the scouts will leave leave the hive and they will go out and look for food. Then will when they find a the source of nectar they will come back and start dancing. Uh-huh. They go to the dance floor and start dancing. And by the dance, they will tell other bees, they will pass out the information to the other bees on the direction and the distance and what kind of uh, food source is incredible. there.
0: incredible they communicate that way. It's
1: really yes. amazing. They can, and they, they can mobilize other bees by dancing a different dance. It's interesting uh, the way they see things. Their eyes are on the side. They can see all the surrounding at the same time, and, and they don't get the tunnel vision. Their spectrum is shifted towards the ultraviolet.
0: Uh, you obviously have tons of knowledge about bees, and it is definitely worthy of more discussion. However, I would love to find out more about the products that you have in front of us. Why don't we briefly run through those?
1: So I've got three three types of honey here. The the light one, the light one It's really light. Maybe you want to describe it. What, what do you think? Yeah, it
0: looks... It looks sort of more traditional honey that you would buy in the store. Just that color. It's a very, very light amber.
1: The light honey was collected during the first uh, honey flow uh, in, in July. So it's really light. It's sweet. It It's kind of it's, it's like yawn wine. It gives you a lot of energy. There is quick, quick energy you get out of it. Um, so these are
0: three different so honeys. Beautiful shades of this amber. The second one definitely looks more like amber, like the actual stone. Yes. And then the third one actually looks like maple syrup in color. So there are different times of collection.
1: That's a different times of collection. The the darker honey is the middle summer, midsummer mm-hmm. honey. The darker it is, the better it is for your health, the more health benefits it, uh, it has. And it's got rich flavor. And I would recommend this uh, for your coffee or mm-hmm. tea. And it's really good for health. This is much better for health. The darker the honey, the better it is for health.
0: Yeah, it has. I just tried all three, and it's almost as if they're like salts. You know, you can use different salts for cooking. They're also different. They have different flavor profiles. Uh, So what do you typically... I like them all. I mean, the light one's delicious just because it's a little bit more approachable. It's sort of like the way certain wines might be, and then they get more full or robust. These have these nuttier, almost real earth tones in them. They're really interesting, uh, very complex. When do you typically harvest? Um, is that the well, pre- is well, that the preference can... of the of the beekeeper? Like how they like their honey, they'll pull it at certain
1: yes, times. Ex- yes, exactly. It depends whether you if you have enough uh, comb where where the bees store the honey, then you can collect once a year, like let's say when the season is over. But if you don't have that luxury then you collect twice okay. after the first honey flow and after the second honey flow
0: and so what else do we have in front of us
1: okay this uh, this this is actually more important than honey it's got a lot more medicinal qualities this is very important for people to know that it's not just honey inside the hive here is the pollen they bring it on their legs they collect it from the uh, from the flowers mm-hmm. and bring it bring it to the hive this pollen is sort of like a um, Multivitamin, mm-hmm. you know, you it can smells you can like take, one. So if you take a teaspoon of it a day, it'll give you energy, enough energy for the whole day. Now this is the bee bread, bee bread. So when the when the bees bring the pollen, it
0: looks like little it... little, ra- little rabbit little rabbit poops.
1: <laughs> 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 but I've never uh, seen uh, bee bread. So they will bring the pollen, they put it in a in a cell, and they pound it with their head. Heads. They will add chemicals which will keep it from spoiling, and the fermentation will happen there, and it will become 140 times better for your health than just uh, than just poly. Is it hard to find? It's hard to find it in stores, but you can definitely go online in order to get this out. You gotta destroy the comb. Okay. So you freeze the comb, and then you break it down, and you separate, and you separate the bee bread. But bee bread. It's important to remember it is very important during the winter months when we really need all these vitamins. Mm -hmm. And the 30 grams of it can support the life of a grown-up man, just 30%. It's full of everything that you need and and nothing else, And nothing else, nothing extra. It will be absorbed completely with your body. Just 30 grams a day will be enough to support a grown-up man.
0: Wow. It has a very uh, intense smell.
1: There is another thing here. It's and called the third royal, jar is... and the third jar is uh, royal jelly. So the queen lives fifty times longer than a re- than a worker bee, fifty times longer, and lay eggs double her own weight. And the only difference between the queen and the regular bee is the diet. They come from the same egg; mm-hmm. it's just the diet. The queen is always fed with the royal jelly, and she lives. Up to eight years. So
0: what do you typically do with the royal jelly?
1: Well, royal jelly is really, really important. They use royal jelly to treat uh, certain types of cancer as well. So um, it's really, it helps a lot uh, uh, to women who can get pregnant. Even, even after um, like postmenopausal period, if you take, if the women... Take roll jelly, she can get pregnant again. Yes, this is really important stuff. Wow. And it helps me. <laughs> that, so ladies? Many... That's, a, yes. that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, you gotta be, yeah, you gotta <laughs> so this be can careful. be like a
0: hormonal supplement at some point.
1: Exactly. Yes. And it it helps men too to um, to become fathers. Just a couple of drops on your tongue. Yes. It's very, 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 I imagine important. it's
0: expensive or hard to find the pure good local. yes it
1: takes a lot of bees to produce it it's yeah. pretty it's pretty expensive and of course there is a very important product of the beekeeping which is called the propolis
0: so we have two more jars left pretty dark one looks like a liquid but uh so what's the first one
1: the first one is the propolis in the solid form oh, so wow. it's been it's been processed uh, to to separate the wax from it it's also it's also called Russian penicillin this thing's got antibacterial, antifungal, antimicrobial properties, antiviral properties as well. If you think you're starting to get cold, you can take this and it'll take care take care of your cold like the, the next morning you will wake up fresh. It's really important. You can put it on cuts, your any skin conditions and it's very serious. No kidding that if you freeze it and you grind it kind of in a in a coffee grinder mm-hmm. And you put just a pinch of it on your cold salads, uh-huh. and you do it every day, it can make make you live 10 years longer.
0: It almost smells like a bitter Guinness, but really, really intense, like a really strong bitter drink.
1: So this is probably some of the most important products of the beekeeping. Probably, on,
0: yeah. I mean, compared to other products, it seems as though these are on the, on the extreme level of nutrient-dense.
1: Yes. And it comes in many different forms. forms. Yeah. Yeah, It can be liquid like here. This is a 40 percent alcohol solution. Okay. You know, you can put it on cuts and burns and it'll take care of all the infections. This is really important. It's like antibiotic that but you cannot get used to it. You can keep using it. Antibiotic, you use it once. It works. You use it second times. It doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Use it the third times. Where's the you know,
0: propolis? How is that harvested? They,
1: they come from trees. Like, let's say the trees use it as a kind of like defense. When the branch breaks, the trees will, will make that propolis mm-hmm. to protect from the fungus, okay. to protect from the microbes and stuff.
0: So the bees inherently and the bees take it will the collect factor. it
1: and they bring it inside and they put a thin coat of propolis on the inside of the hive to to protect themselves. This is a part of the immune system mm-hmm. of the colony. This is very important.
0: See, every time I learn more about bees, there's just. It's, it's a plethora in this whole encyclopedia that just opens up about, A, nutrients, and B, how these communities work together. It's really, it's miraculous. Before we wrap up, you host a hive program. Do you want to quickly talk about that?
1: Oh, yes. A lot of people would like to have a hive on their property. It will decorate their garden. It will pollinate their garden. It's, it's really peaceful to be around. They used to bring people uh, with asthma to the apiaries, and it will help them a lot. But they don't want to deal with getting stung occasionally. Yeah. So I help these people to get all the benefits of the beekeeping without a high upfront cost, without investing their time. And I'll take care of the feeding and the uh, requeening. They can continue beekeeping on their own on the second year. Or
0: I think this is just really fascinating and I thank you so much for coming in today, sharing your honey, which is extraordinarily tasty. Where do you sell your honey?
1: I sell it mostly, I sell among my friends. But this year, we're going to sell it at uh, many different stores.
0: Great. Yes. Well, look out for Nantucket Bee Local Honey. It's extraordinary and obviously from a very knowledgeable and passionate guy. So thank you so much, Anton, for being here. If I could toast with honey, I would. <laughs>
1: So cheers to your delicious honey. Thank you for having me here. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening. This is Camille's Demi Hour on 89.5 Nantucket's NPR station. Tune in every weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 12.35 p.m. Cheers. And I would like to thank my sponsor, Nantucket Culinary. Food is love. Food is learning. Food is fun. Welcome to Nantucket Culinary.